Welcome, I'm Moshe Ferber. And I am Ariel Munafon. And this is the Silver Lining Podcast, a podcast about security architecture. Okay, welcome to the Silver Lining Podcast. This is still, uh, we're still broadcasting special edition from Cyber Week, and uh, we are hosting all kinds of interesting people who came over to Cyber Week, Israel, one of Israel's uh, largest cyber conference in Tel Aviv University. And today with us is Oded Har-Evan, who has a very interesting startup around key management. Welcome, Oded. Hey, how are you? Perfect, What's thank up? you. Thank you for having me today. How do you find Cyber Week? Well, very interesting. There's lots of very interesting uh, companies. There's great visitors coming from outside. It's a great international community of uh, cybersecurity. It's always great to meet, you know, peers in this, uh, in this field. Very nice people, by the way. But that's <laughs> for another thing. <laughs> Yesterday, you participated in the Startup Day, yeah. which was basically they gave you a, a place to uh, show yeah. your uh, Yeah, it's stuff. a booth and uh, some place, you know, to have uh, visitors to talk about, to have some meetings. It was organized by the Israeli Export, um, um, Export Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we participated there. We had a booth. Um, you know, a lot of questions coming on from uh, many... Um, Many potential customers that are interested with our technology with key management with secrets management uh yeah, so it was very productive how many times did you did the, that speech uh, yesterday? oh that that's endless uh, that's endless <laughs> but but you know it comes with a job I can't really complain about that isn't yeah. it <laughs> so uh let, let's talk about secret management i first of all, I think we need to d- define what it is i mean uh yeah. we, we talk about For, for many years, we talk about encryption keys, but actually pr- the problem grows because encryption keys is one secret that we keep. Yeah. But uh, throughout the years, we developed many other secrets like API keys. And now with microservices, everything talks with keys. Mm-hmm. And we have now more single sign-on and authentication. And we have OAuth and we have uh, JW tokens. So we have s- and we have connection string to the database. So, so many secrets to keep. And it's getting more, more and more uh, complicated. So tell us, how, how do you see this challenge? Okay, so... Yeah, you, you've got it right from the first place, isn't it? The, the, the real challenge, you know what, let's first say what, what a secret is. Okay, let's start with the fundamental def- definition of what does it mean. So secret can be anything that is, um, uh, that is um, any object that takes place in the authorization and authentication uh, processes. Um, and mainly we talk about machine to machine interfaces, less about the authorization authentication regards you know uh, um, uh, customers uh, use cases when they authenticate to anything, but more focused around machine to machine interfaces and um, so passwords, API tokens, certificates, SSH keys, encryption keys, AES, RSA, etc. So those are the objects that are being called as an umbrella term uh, co- being called secrets. Now, the challenges of those, um, you can say that it divides to two. Uh, let's say, let, let's first refer to the passwords, API tokens, certificates, etc. Those are, in many, many, many cases, they are being kept in configuration files, source code, um, sometimes in, most times, in, in uh, uh, CICD scripts files, right? So they're in clear text. Um, and they're wide open, maybe they're being encrypted, but the, but the encryption key that encrypted them is inside the code. So nothing really happened here. It's still open. Um, so the challenge is about first protecting them. Uh, just you know, grab them away from their native environment and just, you know, instead of the application or instead of the container has it locally on, 
uh, on a configuration file or inside the code, then take it out. That, that's the first thing that you need to do. And we'll talk about later how, how it's being done. So protection, uh, that's one. Later, there are other uh, aspects of management, which means that if an API token was created, then what happens if it's expired? Or if you want to deliberately expire it every, I don't know, 30 seconds, 10 minutes, or one hour or two days, whatever. So something needs to manage that. Um, and also certificates, rights that expired and they need to be rotated and replaced, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a matter of first protecting those secrets, not to, not to have them as clear text in such a vulnerable places that everyone can uh, actually go to. By the way, GitHub has lots of those API keys around. There's a great uh, uh, research that you can look for uh, uh, named uh, How Bad Can It Get? Uh, uh, so that, that's, a, that's a great place that you can look for. It's, it's an academic uh, uh, review research uh, done by, um, by, done by people from the academia uh, with so many uh, indicators. You know, they, ac they actually, they've published like a... Um, um, a report that says th those are the um, the queries that we ran on Git, and those were the results that we got, and that, that plenty of secrets all around that are uh, completely open. And I think statistics says that 36 hours since you mistakenly upload a, uh, yeah. an access token to Git, somebody will use it. Yeah, somebody will use it, and maybe you know will take it in order to run your uh, containers into blockchain something. <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, th those things happen and they happen uh, a lot unfortunately so protecting the secrets and managing the rotation of those secrets uh and later on we, we will talk about other um, um other things that are very relevant uh you know um in regards secrets so those are uh th this is the one major challenge the other one is a very famous one especially in the enterprise world okay where we're talking about encryption keys encryption keys when you're taking them to the cloud, you actually providing uh, or you're uh, um, being uh, enforced to share your encryption key with a cloud provider. Okay, when you use uh, KMS, you know the cloud KMS, cloud HSM, no matter which C uh, CSP, okay, which uh, cloud provider you're using, basically you're sharing that key with them. Um, and honestly, you don't really have other alternatives rather than deploying a self-deployed uh, solution for key management system using your own architects, DevOps engineers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So when we talk about as a service, taking like KMS and HSM as a service, you will actually, as for today, and later on we'll talk about our approach, but as for today, uh, you need to actually share your key, which is one of the most uh, important objects that you have, right? It's the top secret that you have. You need to share it with cloud provider. Now, that's, that, that's a problem uh, of two aspects. One, insider threat, right, um, of the cloud provider. Someone can get, can, can grab your encryption key. And the other one is about the problem of federal authority that is, um, uh, that is basically allowed using a subpoena to just grab your encryption key as an enterprise and take, take it without even uh, uh, you being aware of it. No. And that's a major problem. 
I want to put it into context because uh, we, we, uh, you said federal, and usually people think about the United States government uh, and always try to correct. Yeah. Every government has a right to access data, and okay. every government has lost it. No, I'm not referring to you specifically. I know yeah. this, uh, the, the people are bashing Amer American uh, for that, but every country also in the EU mm -hmm. have uh, government access to data, and, and they have laws that permit government access to data. Yeah. So this uh, keeping your uh, keys in Germany or Brazil or whatever yeah. doesn't mean that they are uh, secret, yeah. that they are stored away from governments. Yeah, so, so we heard that from many, many organizations, mm -hmm. uh, European ones, US ones, obviously. Um, so that's definitely a challenge that everyone are now around it. It's, it's, it's in the last few years since the cloud is, you know, uh, taking such a, such a great uh, uh, trend. So another uh, challenge on that, when you keep your secrets and keys on certain cloud provider, and again, what I'm now about to say, maybe most probably won't be relevant for, you know, small companies. But when we talk about large enterprises, so basically when you're using their service for keys and secrets, you are uh, tidying yourself into a certain vendor. And what happens when you work on multi-cloud infrastructure? And it happens, you know, some, I've had, I've had uh, friends that say, hey, not everyone work in multi-cloud, et cetera, et cetera. And then when you ask, and when you ask large enterprises, without even they, uh, even if they don't want to, they work in multi-cloud, they're taking from Salesforce, they're taking for, uh, they're taking Office 365 SaaS from uh, Azure, from Microsoft, and they're having their workloads on AWS. And, and when you ask, oh yeah, we do have some workloads on GCP because we started, etc. you know, so it happens. Um, and for the IT security guys, that's a mess. How do you, how do you use a, you know, uh, uh, like a centralized solution to just, you know, to, to fix all of that with, you know, answering all of those challenges of uh, vendor lock-in, multi-cloud, uh, not having anyone, you know, to have like exclusive ownership on your own keys. Um, and of course, managing your secrets and keys on every environment at the same time. So regarding challenges, I think that the answer is um, that there, there are a lot. <laughs> so um, yeah, so there are like, those are the main ones that I think that uh, should be pointed out. Okay, uh, great. Now let's talk about how do you think those solutions, sorry, those challenges should be met. Okay, so centralized, that's, that's one, right? Centralized, uh, one centralized solution that will be able to, uh, to uh, protect and manage any type of secrets on any type of environment, okay? Hybrid, multi, on-prem, whatever, okay? and in a zero trust manner, okay? So it means that if you are, if you want to manage, you, if you need a key, either to provide it as BYOK for Salesforce, or you need a key to, um, uh, to uh, for your uh, cloud workload, uh, working on AWS, Azure, whatever, you need the ability to have your own secret to keep it as yours, and you should be the only owner of that. Now, how is how can, can that be, be done? Um, and for our perspective is that the answer should lie on the cryptography level to make sure that the secret, although that the operational hassle of managing those keys and secrets, if you as an enterprise don't want to, don't want to hassle with that, that's great because it should be provided as a service. Uh, so uh, the, the solution, the ideal solution should provide you something that uh, should provide you a solution that um, on the one hand, there's no operational hassle for you, but on the other hand, you're not losing any uh, any uh, any piece of your exclusive ownership on your own object. So, and that's that's where the zero trust comes in. 
how can you um, how can you pr provide your secrets, your most precious secrets and keys to any third party while they won't have access to those keys and secrets? Okay. Sounds like a magic, by the way. Yeah. But uh, okay, that, this, is, this is what you do. Th this is the ideal solution, <laughs> and obviously, we, I w yeah. So I I, I I wouldn't look at it like uh, like I like I do. Uh, unless exactly this is what we identified as a major problem uh, we started by the way and we can start we can talk about where we started but in terms of technology we started with uh, encryption keys management uh, and we'll talk about the uniqueness of our of our approach but um, and then we, we found that secrets management as a whole as, as a large problem is far far more um, a broad problem that everyone talks about. So, okay. yeah. So, moving, moving the discussion uh, uh, forward, when you fail zero trust, when you fail that you are the only one that can access this, what did you build on, what is the infrastructure you built to make sure that it's zero trusted and what do you mean by zero trust? How can you make sure that government doesn't come over to you? I, gu I guess you are holding the keys. So, yeah. uh, how, ca how can you make sure that when you are approached by government, you, uh, you don't have access to the key? Okay. So uh, with Achilles, right? Um, so this is this is basically what we do. Um, well, um, we we offer uh, we offer a uh, very innovative technology in order to manage your secrets, right? Um, as a service in a zero trust manner. So how does it work? Um, basically, our core technology and our patent pending technology um, lies on the, our ability to to perform encryption to perform any type of cryptography operation based on a key that is fragmented, okay? So it's on fragmented key, while uh, during the cryptography process, we never combine those fragments, okay? So imagine that we hold several fragments of those keys on several places around the world separated, right? Different regions, maybe even different cloud providers, right? Imagine that you have a fragment on Azure, fragment on, 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 on AWS, or fragment on GCP. Um, and one of the fragment is actually being accessed only by the customer. If you're the customer and you're using our uh, plugin or SDK, then there's a, there's a, 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 certain, there's a, a, um, a certain special fragment that can be accessed only by you and not by us. So when, when, our, when the SDK that we provide, when you use it and you encrypt any kind of data, okay, we'll talk about secrets later, but any type of data that you want to encrypt, then basically the encryption methods by nature, it's, it, it, it creates a situation where although we manage the key, we manage the fragments of the key, the encrypted data that you encrypted using the fragment that only you have uh, makes it impossible for us to open that data item. So, and by that, we created a mechanism for a zero trust uh, secrets and keys management because whatever you encrypt, we cannot open while we take all the hassle of managing encryption keys and secrets. Okay, so basically I have my secret store uh, where, where all my secret is. You take it, you encrypt it, you take the key, Mm -hmm. And you uh, divide it into uh, different sections, different fragments. Mm -hmm. Some of them you store in uh, in Microsoft. Some of them you store in uh, in Amazon. Some of them you store in Google. Mm -hmm. Which means that government access should be all to all three of them if they want uh, pieces of the key. And one of them you give to the customer and you say, "This is yours. Uh, you are the one handling it." And yeah. without those four, without all those fragments, keys cannot be uh, key cannot yeah, be used. Yeah. That's so, the idea. so. Let me um, uh, let me just um, uh, emphasize something. So first of all, we don't we never create a key as a whole. 
and that's very important in terms of you know the cryptography level of what we do and that's highly innovative um, and it's important to understand the differentiation we never create a whole key okay and then split it rather than the the fragments are being created as such fragments and they're never combined and they never they never um, um, they're never attached right and they, they are not even aware of one each other okay so that's one um, second of all um, let's say that let's say that the fragments are on only one cloud provider let's say that we hold them only on GCP okay let's say that we do since you have your own uh, fragment that only you can access it then even if someone will get a subpoena for only for Amazon and get the fragments on the cryptography level if they get 99% of the of the fragments 99% of the key it result with 0% for of the key okay because and again those are standard cryptography that we're using so it's not that you can somehow guess or brute force the fourth part of the key or the fifth part or the third whatever um, uh, basically no if you have uh, if you have the majority fragments, it, you can't do nothing with it. So that's 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 number two. Number three, those fragments are always refreshed on the mathematical level. It means that if you, if you let, let's say that it's an RSA key, private key, uh, with three different fragments on different cloud providers, as we just uh, discussed, and there's another um, um, fragment that only you as a customer uh, practically ha have access to, and we don't have it. So the fragments that we manage they are constantly being refreshed okay and by the way it's not rotation it's refresh so we have the ability to refresh the mathematical value of each one of them by still keeping uh, um, um, let's say the original value of all of them together okay so it means in terms of security that for a malicious attacker to gain access to the encryption key that we hold to the fragments okay but to combine the fragments then they need to hack they need to attack like in a, in a simultaneous attack vector, which is known as a very, very, like, very complicated thing to do. So it, it needs to be hacked in a simultaneous manner. So all of them together, you need to hack all of them, all of those different environments, different known environments, different regions, different cloud providers, different operating systems that we hold those fragments, uh, and, and also to hack into the customer uh, facility, to hack it, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that I, I, what I've just explained, it's a highly complicated to get all of those things together and to combine the encryption key and that's in terms of security that was like the, that's the basic that's the base of our technology to provide highly secure like we, we claim it's a hardware grade okay and with the near future we're going to start with like uh, com uh, to have FIPS compliance etc because again our core our core technology is around encryption keys management and the way that uh, we facilitate eventually that technology, that the zero trust as a service technology, right? Um, to secrets, because what I've just told you about is how we protect objects, how we encrypt. That's innovative, that's great. But on top of that, this is where the use case of secrets comes in. Because when you ask yourself, okay, so you have a very unique way, very protective way um, um, uh, to uh, encrypt objects. Now let's talk about what objects do we uh, do, can we encrypt, and that's exactly those secrets, those passwords, certificates, APIs, token, uh, um, SSH keys that needs to be protected, as we talked about uh, on the challenge uh, section. So um, those objects need to be protected and encrypted. So eventually, when we encrypt those objects, we can actually take it off the customer side if they're interested right but basically as a service right we are after the secret is being encrypted on the customer side then since we can't really open it 
we can actually store it. And when we store those objects that we cannot open on our own, okay, we are providing some additional values like access control, okay, access management, full role-based access management, full auditing on who touched which secret, what keys was uh, accessed, etc., um, which data item was opened, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And we can talk later about encryption as a service and digital signature as a service that we provide also. But basically, all of that, and on top of that, anomaly detection to make sure that only the right containers, for example, only them uh, accessed um, accessed the secrets that they needed to access. Okay. So, and we can we can elaborate about that. But anomaly detection is definitely some uh, uh, one of the aspects that we provide on top of our service. Where is the decryption taking place? Okay, let's say that. Where is the sorry? Where is the decryption taking place? Let's say that for now I need uh, now I need my key. It's yeah. encrypted. It has uh, fragmented all over the world, and now I need uh, I, I need this key. Uh, my database is loading, and I need the, the key for the yeah. for the TD encryption. Yeah. Yeah. What okay. is the process? Okay. So um, just for the simplicity, let's say that you're using API key, okay? Or mm. um, because I don't want to mess with twice as encryption keys, okay? So, okay, so, so let's, let's differentiate talk about API just key. for the mm -hmm. sake of simplicity. So let's SSH say, key. Yeah, SSH key or API key, whatever. Mm -hmm. So let's say that um, now you're using it. Let's say that you are a front-end server that wants to authenticate to any kind, or to a web server that wants to authenticate to any, any, any your database or a third-party service, okay, that you want to authenticate to. So on runtime, since you're using our SDK, or using our plugin for Kubernetes, Docker, Pivotal, whatever. Okay, it starts from the platform. Yeah, it can. It can we can do that without the developer. Um, um, you know, they don't need to change their code if you're they're accustomed to use uh, Kubernetes secrets, whatever. So they can they can continue to do that uh, because we're plugging in into uh, the Kubernetes. Just an example, but any kind of platform that uh, relevant. But basically, uh, we provide it in uh, in runtime. So whenever the application requires an API key in order to authenticate to any other service, then we provide it in runtime. It just asks, asks it from our plugin or SDK. We download, okay, that's one, download the encrypted secret, okay? Then we perform the cryptographic operation that allows us to decrypt it on the customer facility, on the application side, on the memory of your application, okay, inside that. We don't do that on our service. It happens on the client side, okay? Now, and by the way, just uh, notice that only the client side, only the customer side has access to that special fragment, right? Mm -hmm. That, uh, that uh, uh, golden... Uh, uh, that where did they store them, by the way? Where, do, where is it stored? So it can be stored in many, uh, many places. The whole idea about that uh, uh, fragment that only the customer has access to is that they can store it, it's a, it's a static string that they can store it whatever they want because okay. if, you, if, you, if you read between the lines, it's not a cryptographic, it's not a, a, it's not a key material because it's only a part of the key. Mm. So there's not, you don't have any problem of, of replicating it all over the place. You can replicate it or have it centralized inside your environment. The whole thing that you need to make sure that we, as a service provider, we Achilles, we don't have access to that particle. Okay, to that fragment. Okay. That, that's basically it. Mm -hmm. So after the secret, after the API, the encrypted API key was um, um, uh, downloaded to the customer side using our SDK. Um, so then we perform the SDK performs uh, the cryptographic uh, um, uh, operations with our service in order to have the ability to decrypt. 
okay, to decrypt that secret that you require. And after it's being decrypted, then you can use it to authenticate to any other places that you want. But no, no matter where during the process, okay, during the whole process, we never combine the fragments of this master key that we talked about. Okay, performance okay. impact? That's a great question. We're being asked about that many times and very relevant, right? Relevant, very relevant. So <laughs> in terms of, of performance, let's talk about two different use cases. One, pure uh, secret, uh, you know, secrets that are being required, that are being asked to any kind of container that just, you know, uh, comes up to life and say, hey, give me my configurations, give me my secrets, I want to uh, come up, uh, I want to be active, I want to uh, authenticate to my database, etc., etc." That doesn't happen in a matter of uh, millisecond, okay? It takes like a second to whatever for a container to go up and it needs to initialize, etc. So in terms of real time, that's not a real problem in terms of performance, so we're not worried about that whatsoever, and I'll talk about uh, mechanisms for that. But in terms of real-time encryption, because again, because we're managing encryption keys, right? The fragments of encryption keys, you can store an AES key on, 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 on our service, right? Um, but so, and, and let's say that the application wants to encrypt like row-level encryption. You want to encrypt it application, on the application level to encrypt uh, rows or files that you want to encrypt and you're worried about performance, then we can do all kinds of mechanisms like caching, prefetching, um, uh, we can have our own node environments on the cloud to be very close to your regions, okay? So there are plenty of mechanisms to make sure that the performance is, performance is not being hurt. Uh, but yes, obviously, so uh, communication, right? Uh, so uh, the bandwidth of the network, etc. those kind of things that uh, needs to be handled rather than, you know, having the encryption uh, or the decryption uh, happened on your side because that's a very that's a standard operations that we're doing, and there's there's no real performance issues on, on that on that end. Um, so yeah, I think that th that's basically the answer for that. But of course, it's a challenge. I, I don't wanna I wanna mm -hmm. I don't wanna be heard like a but it, it's something that you customize per uh, customer or the, you say this is my offering and uh... so well I think well this is probably maybe a good time to talk about, you know, where we are in the, in, in the lifetime, yeah. um, lifetime of, of a startup, okay, because we're a startup company. Um, so we started like 18 months ago, uh, mainly developing our technology um, and trying to, you know, productize, commercialize, to understand, talking with so many chief security officers, architects around the world, uh, trying to better understand what's exactly our niche. Um, um, and of course, this is where we heard a lot about, you know, uh, the problem of um, uh, exclusive ownership of keys and, and not wanting to share the key with other uh, um, um, parties, etc., etc. So um, you can say that in the last few months, after we um, have been, we've been very focused around secrets management uh, and started to build that platform. Um, so we're currently having like a design partners, and, and we're doing pilots and POCs. Um, on, on specifically on secrets management. And for real-time encryption, this is definitely a challenge that we are about to have uh, in one of our, uh, with one of our design partners. Um, but, but in terms of solutions, we plan to have it like out-of-the-box solution. It's not, it's, it should not be a tailored solution per customer. Yeah. And, but it's okay, on the other hand, uh, we plan to have it like a, like a, it's okay for the customer to ask, 
we want your service to be like very close to us in terms of regions. Uh, we think it's 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 legit request, and we would definitely talk about it with our custom potential customers. Okay. So, trying to summarize this, key man, sorry, uh, secret management becomes a big challenge. We see all the times API keys exposed. People are uploading them to Git. People are putting them inside the code, and other people uh, draw them away. Connections into the database. Uh, this is one side of things, and, and this is really challenging, again, microservices and uh, API keys for cloud development. And second, people are struggling with their uh, encryption keys. I mm -hmm. mean, encryption is an important control, not only for hackers, but again, uh, government access to data. We're now living in a world where different jurisdictions, you have no idea who can access your data, and of course, malicious insiders. So basically, those are three sides of uh, yeah. the same problem of uh, secret uh, management. Mm -hmm. And secret management solutions should be central, that's for sure, and we have we've seen uh, other solutions like that, mm -hmm. uh, and it should be have and what you are also adding it should be zero trusted. I mean, if you keep it, uh, if you keep your keys in somebody else's uh, environment, like cloud provider uh, environment, you need to make sure that they don't have access to that. Again, malicious uh, insider, uh, government access, and uh, second, it needs to be. Uh, the access to those secrets need to be fast, mm -hmm. performance-wise, yes. and also it needs to be from the different uh, frameworks that you work with. There's no point in storing your secrets if you cannot access them directly from the Kubernetes. Mm -hmm. Any platform, any environment, that's that's true. So okay. there's, you, you've touched all of our of our daily challenges, and that's mm -hmm. true. That's but it's it's an infrastructure that needs to right to operate with many platforms on many environment, it should be environment agnostic, which is, right, but mm. cloud agnostic, environment agnostic, platform agnostic to provide SDKs in many, many languages that needs to be, um, um, that are being used. Um, but I think that if, I li if I'd like to add something to the things that you've mentioned, it should be as a service. <laughs> That's the whole thing. When we talk about the cloud, if there's any solution, then they are, okay, but any solution that requires you to self-deploy things that are not your business, then it's not your business. So, you know, but it's, it's everyone, let's say that until today, um, you didn't really have a choice because if you wanted to have your own like zero trust approach, you don't want anyone to touch your secrets and keys, then you had to deploy it on your own. But that's, that's exactly what we're talking about. Everything on the cloud, especially infrastructure services, right? And security uh, um, services, they need to be as a service, okay? So, and that was the whole question. Because on the one hand, you have the cloud providers that provide as a service, but it's not zero trust. And on the other way, you have plenty of solutions, by the way. Some of them good, some of them are better, okay, in terms of secrets management, but they're not as a service. So you're kind of stuck in the middle. And that's exactly our angle, okay? To provide it as a service in a zero trust manner. Amazing. Okay. Thank you, Odette, for your time. Oh, thank it's you. It's been it really inspiring. Good yeah. luck with your uh, work in changing the way that we yeah. use secret management. I'm, uh, I, I know how big the challenge is from, yeah. uh, the de from the developer side, so I hope you can find a good solution and give them the right tools. Enjoy the rest of Cyber Week, and uh, glad to have you with us. Thank you very much for having me, and uh, thank you for having this. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>